welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The Queens of the North had an episode filled with showing off their comedy chops and their ability to capture the aura of a celebrity. But did it end up being a whole lot of mismatches in the end? It's time to talk all things Canada's Drag Race 2. And joining me is someone who is Team Adriana, no matter how bad she bombs Snatch Game, Amanda Massacre. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Oh, that's very accurate. It is very very accurate. Adriana can do no wrong in your eyes. No, no. She's like Colombiana, just like me. I can't say no to that. She's like family. It's true. Um, So this is the second time we've had you on the podcast this week. This usually never happens, but because I didn't know when episodes were coming out, I was like, pick numbers, you pick numbers. And then this happened. I am cracking up because this really could have been the Amanda Massacre week if I had done it as well. It could have been. So crazy. This is how numbers work. And I don't mind that you're here. You're fun. You you got. Thank you. And I love being here. So there we go. Well, Canada's Drag Race 2, it's kind of like just there this season. Like season one, everyone loved it. But because there's other shit going on right now, everyone's kind of pushing this one aside. But it, it's it's enjoyable, even though it's a mess. I have had a good time. I I, I like the it's It's interesting you say that because you're right. A lot of the uh, feedback I've seen on social media is that no, not everyone's loving it. Not everyone's loving yeah. the cast. But I, I don't know why I'm... Again, it, it can't just be Adriana, but like at the same time, I'm like, no, the cast is, I, I find the cast very refreshing, different, um, diverse. I like the judges. Like I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm enjoying watching it. Yeah. It's a fun cast. There is a couple questionable decisions. I think the judges have made, especially in this episode. Oh, yeah. So um, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's going well. There's no breakout star quite yet. No, but there's a lot of contenders. So that's what's fun. That's what's fun. So let's dive into it. It is after the elimination. Stephanie left her own novel, but it's a bit shorter than OCN's, but went from kind to bitch to horny in literally two sentences. (laughs) So relatable. (laughs) Cynthia feels like it's a real competition now that she's lip synced. She feels grateful that she's there, but she's ready spirit for whatever they throw at her. Suki is sad as sister is left, but excited she is still in the game. And the second she said that, I was like, oh, oh, she's a goner. No reason she needed to have that confessional except to set us up for sadness. Yeah. Cynthia's asked how she felt lip syncing. She said it was intense, but she is proud of herself. And then the discussion turns out to how she almost knocked out Stephanie with her bag. It like slapped her on the face. It was borderline violence. Does Cynthia need a lawyer? I loved it though. It was great. It was so, I, once they showed the actual slow, like motion, like up close, I was like, oh shit, it really did hit her. Cause I kind of didn't notice that last week. Now I know we as a society are very schadenfreude. We love when people get hurt or have misfortune. Do you think it would have been the most viral thing to ever come out of Drag Race if Stephanie got knocked out by that bag? Could you oh imagine the gif? 
I exactly. That's what I was thinking about when they showed it. I was like, oh shit. Like it really was that close. And I would have been so amused if it would have been like smack, like, and then she would have kept going. Cause obviously she would have just kept, you know, lip syncing, but it would have been hilarious. I would have loved it. I'm such an asshole when it comes to that things. I love seeing shit like that. Ugh. One day, one day we'll, we'll get a moment like that. But oh Adriana is congratulated for her victory. Let them eat her cake. She is silent, but she is still coming for them. She says she is on cloud nine. She feels powerful, but she is ready to take her tray off. Would you wear something like that? And how long would you be able to wear that before you're like, fucking take this off? Oh my goodness. I don't know how she did it. I mean, what, realistically, while they're filming, while they're doing that, how many hours is that? Four or five hours, probably. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. Like I, I mean, well, I guess maybe not. Cause if you think about it, say like you're going to the gig or something, I would be like, it would end up being like those four hours. Fair, fair. I would say that's probably the the tops you, you get it in and maybe mid gig, you'd be like, okay, fuck this shit. Yeah. Like y'all seen it. Y'all took your pictures done. Exactly. Well, Kamara is talking to the fake Pythia head. And honestly, that most must be the most terrifying thing in that entire workroom. It just <laughs> stares at you. You know, what would have been the most terrifying thing if they had done um, what they did on Drag Race with the um, the wax statue of Rue in the room? Now that would have been creepier, like a, a wax Brooklyn or something. Nope, not. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, the competition is heating up. Cynthia is an Aries. She ferociously goes after her goals. What really are you? What's Aries? your sign? I'm a Leo, but I, I, you know, it's funny. I have in my notes, like, is that really an Aries quality? Because I know a lot of Aries people and they're lazy as fuck. I know a couple areas who are very ferocious. Jacks. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Work. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Agreed. Um, yeah. But I don't see Cynthia as an Aries, really. She's very laid back. She's very subtle. Oh. Yeah. So, it is a new day in the workroom. And for some reason, Kendall is doing an impression of Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids because why not? I got nothing. I had, I had the same note and I was like, wait, I'm living because I love that movie. And I was like, okay, yeah. work. Like, okay. So how does Eve feel to be in the top? Well, no comment because she says this is the week she'll be winning. So congratulations to her. Why is she like this? She is one of the most unlikable characters the show has ever had. I My note here is Eve isn't funny and I want her gone. Like It's literally- not even for TV anymore. This is going over the line as someone who's just irritable. Someone who I, I could not be in the same room with. There's just some people that have chips, you know, on their, on their shoulders. And then mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I don't know what cards, you know, life has dealt her, but um, she's just misery personified. And it's just, yeah. I, I hate watching it on TV, especially when you have everybody else who's like very like, you know, happy and, you yeah. know, like really thrilled to be there no matter what. Pythia calls her out and says, she's been saying that since day one. And the delusion is real. Eve thinks she's turned around her trajectory and she's ready to win some challenges. Gia was also in the top, and it felt great. She's proud to be in the top two weeks in a row, but she's starving for the win. She's told her time will come, and Eve, who was sitting in front of her, is like, I don't know about that. Next topic. Gia gives a death stare. Kendall looks at Gia, advising her not to snap the bitch's neck. See how no one is laughing? (laughs) What is this drama the two of them have? Like, What is this like unfriend, unfollow bullshit from Instagram that we heard on episode one? What is the beef between Gia and Eve? You know, they probably worked together at some point. It could have been something as simple as a bitch taking an extra dollar from the tip bucket. You know, it could have been anything, honestly. I mean, drag again, 
we mentioned this at the last episode, like people are so sentimental and everybody's very touchy sometimes, and especially when it comes to money gigs, it could have been just something very, very simple, you know? Or maybe Eve had a crush on Gia and Gia wouldn't reciprocate. And Mm -hmm. uh, Eve was really sad. That's usually just my life. Fan fiction. (laughs) Yeah, that's usually just my life. And that's how things go. Like I'm ready for my heart to be broken. Listeners, I have a crush. I'm sure you'll find out soon, but we'll get to that eventually. Um, But yeah, that's usually how my life works. So maybe I should stop projecting. You think? I mean, listen, anything's possible in drag race and drag and life. Yeah, well, we got the Rue message, and it is so generic. I think she didn't have one ready for this challenge, so they just gave her a quote from Drake, because why the hell not? I mean, it's on brand. It's Canadian. Yeah, I think they had her film, like, extras, just in case they needed to throw something in there. I was like, what does this have to do with Snatch Game? Also, like, kind of like, do you not know your audience? Like, I don't really know. Are the gays no, really li- Drake? <laughs> well, listen, listen, Degrassi, wasn't he on Degrassi? That's okay. Jimmy Brooks. Yes, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So Fair that enough. that's even though Drake is a little problematic now, I think the gays liked him on the Degrassi television program. That's very true. That's very I know I did. Well, Brooklyn and the amazing terrible mullet walk in and says she feels the aging process. Same. 2021 <laughs> drag race has literally made my hair start to gray. And if any of you motherfuckers slide into my DMs calling me old, you are getting the block talk. Ooh. And probably the block. Ooh. But yeah, I, I noticed the other day, I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, that one gray hair is now turned to multiple. We're, this is not good. Oh, no. It's okay. You still um, I, look fabulous, so don't worry about it. I, I actually today, because she posted on her Instagram story about like this um, deal that Dr. Motox in the UK is doing, uh, and I told Kitty, I was like, I think I'm at the point now where I need um, Botox, and she's like, I swear by it! I'm like, okay, it might be the time. No, it might be the time! My oh, mom no. will hate me, but it might be the time. All those things just age you even faster. I, I feel like I'm 95. Oh, me too. T, yeah, for sure. But you don't look at it, neither do I, so we're... Thank you. All right. Well, Brooklyn, who does look old, um, says she has to take out her reading glasses and the library is officially open. We have nine queens here, so this is going to be really interesting because no one gets any fucking time here. Yeah. I was like, what is this challenge? What happened? And also... Too many queens. It was it was fascinating because I don't know if you noticed it, but the way the edit worked out is that most people ended up just reading Gia. Like yeah. that's all we saw, really. It was multiple Gia reads, which was fine. Like whatever. Yeah. Well, let's go through them. Kamora on Andriana. Congrats on your win, girl. Don't say anything because the guy who does your subtitles, honey, he's off today. <laughs> she's not that bad. She's not that bad. No, no, she's good. She's not so bad. Kimora on Eve. The only thing more wrecked than your emotional state is your whole hashtag hemorrhoids. Oh Lord. Is that a fact or is that just a ew? It's a little bit of both, I'm sure. <laughs> Gia on Pythia. Girl with a nose like that, you remind me of Pinocchio. I'm just shocked it didn't grow nine inches when you told Eve you think she's going to end up in the top of this competition. You liar! Oh, that was, a, that was mean, but it was so good. 
It was good. Gia's going to read Eve again. Getting to know you is like going to the movie theater. I'll sit back, relax, and watch as you project all over all of your scripted emotion over the entire room. Cue the crying. I mean, where was that was good because no lie there at all. Adriana and Kamora, we can tell you're from the ball scene. I mean, your lashes love voguing. That's that's cute. That's funny. That's good. Adriana and Gia, Gia, or should I say, Gigi, not so good. That was, I, I was screaming. That was, I mean, the- we've all been saying it from the beginning. Yeah. Um, Eve on Gia, I see where you got your name. Your head is square, your silhouette is a straight line, and your track record is a circle. Not, I, that not she bad. She should not be talking about track exactly. record. Exactly. But- Pythia on Suki, the spirit is giving me a message. It says, You're a little bitch. <laughs> Suki on Kimura, I almost sat on you last time. I thought you were the toilet seat. You got so much shit coming out of that mouth. A little over the top and a little it was, the line, but... It was a little... Okay. It actually was harsher than I thought she would bring, to be honest with you. I didn't yeah. think she was going to do that. Kendall on Isis. Isis Couture. Or as I like to say, Isis H&M. She's going to snap back and says she makes all of her stuff and thinks her outfit was the worst last week. And it almost kind of was, so... T. You know who's the winner there? H&M. It's true. Not, uh, not if it's Drag Race UK, though. Well, they're still mentioning them. It's still featured. I mean, H&M at this point should be charging some sort of royalty. It's true. ISIS will ask Brooklyn to confirm, and Brooklyn will mumble and, yeah, kind of confirm. Yeah. All right. We got ISIS on Gia. You're definitely one of the most talented queens here. That talent will take you so far, and I hope you stay there. Okay. That was funny. I like that one. Yeah, that was very funny. Isis on Eve. Sister to sister, let me give you some advice. Don't ever be ashamed of who you are. That's your parents' job. I was screaming. I will be using that from now on because most people have not watched this show. So I'm going to use it to them. Screaming. That was so good. Excellent. Cynthia on Brooklyn. We're so happy to have you back in Canada. You know what they say, you can take the girl out of LA, but it takes three to six months for the LA to dissolve out of the girl. Come on, Botox. I mean, we were all thinking it, so it was really Mm -hmm. funny. And finally, Cynthia on Kendall. You have the greatest, sorry, the grayest breasts I've ever seen. That bus got dust, girl. That's a dusty bust. (laughs) They're sisters. They can make race jokes, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it. We incinerated the library, and the winner is Isis Couture. She wins $2,000 in cash from Tan on the Run, which Brooklyn tells her she desperately needs. I mean, I, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. With the winter coming, I'm just, like, getting really, really white. I'm like, no, I have a... Uh, I, I know. Don't. I mean, some drag queens might uh, call you off for that. I, I mean, yeah, it's problematic as fuck, I'm sure. Um, but going <laughs> going back to the reading challenge, I don't know about you, but I actually thought this was one of the better ones. I feel like it was good. From, it was, good. There, it was original. The, yeah, for most of like the franchises, like kind of going across the board. I was impressed because at least what we saw, you know, again, that the small edits and the small like one one ofs, it, they yeah. were funny. They were funny. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn asked them if they are ready for a starry night. It's time to play the snatch game. 
Oh, well, Eve reminds us that this is the comedy challenge where you have to be funny. This is the one that she came here to do, and she is ready to win. What would you do for Snatch Game? If I were ever forced to do a celebrity impression, I think I've officially settled on Alan Carr. Ooh. Okay. Um, I constantly think about this all the time. As you know, I think we've talked about this before. And I still don't fucking know because it's not really something I, I think about too often. I don't really... I mean, if I imitate anything, it's like cartoons, but like you can't uh-huh. really do that on Drag Race. That's the truth. Like I would be there and be like Cartman and be like, you know, respect my authority, you know, or like, you know, dumb uh-huh. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since that's not allowed, um, I, I still have to think about it. I mean, I'm very happy that Dragula doesn't require this sort of stuff. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, God. Well, Suki and Pythia don't know who is doing who, and neither of them are celebrity people. Kendall says that sometimes that's an actually good thing for a Snatch Game because you can create whatever you want. When she said that, I was like, no, 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 no. That's bad advice. Do not tell them that, please. Um, you know what? I, I think I think to a degree it's true in the sense that like you have to obviously know the person that you're impersonating. Uh-huh. But at the same time, if you do want to do like, random deviations it's okay if it's kind of within the person's world yeah and i have some opinions when we get to miss pathia yes um but but it's not it's not horrible advice i think it's just worded wrong like that that wasn't that's not 100 it and that's definitely not the case but you know a little a little hint of there of originality yeah sure sure well kendall knows that this competition has been flip-floppy Drag makes drag race makes them feel like they're competing. Kendall notes that this is the iconic challenge of drag race, and a lot of the winning impersonations will follow you through your career. Now, I recently, uh, after this episode, saw um, a little meme of all the winners of drag race uh, snatch games of 2021, and there's been like nine of them already. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Um, all of them, except for one, and we don't know what the result will be this season have made it made it to the finals except for one do you know who that one is Mm, i'm trying to think honestly there's been so many fucking seasons i can't even keep track of them all tell me just tell me what ass pussy anita wiggler on drag race down oh yeah i'm not even thinking about that anymore that's how that's how long ago and that's how bad it was but i mean like the snatch trades were wonderful but god damn it justice for anita wiggler no i know oof so yeah, it's just a very interesting, uh, just a fact to put out there. We'll see if this will be the same. Mm. Anyway, Brooklyn is here to, and have no fear. She's not going to force or convince her queens to change characters on the spots to do celebrities that they didn't even bring with them. Hashtag Spanish share. <laughs> Listen, I know that people are, 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 are mad and, and don't love and everything, but let's be honest. Scarlet Harlot pulled that out of her ass. She did not bring Macaulay Culkin with her. She pulled it out of her ass. We got to give her credit. I mean, yeah, she, I was watching, she did an interview with Tia Coffey. I don't watch it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So she essentially was like, you have no idea how hard that was for me because I literally, like, I think the, the sweater that she wore was intended for something else, but like she was, she wasn't going to do it at first. And then she yeah. asked the universe for a sign. And like the second she stared out, she saw the sweater and she was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like that was the sign she was looking for. Right. Other, otherwise she wouldn't, she wouldn't have done it. 
Right. All right. Well, this walkthrough will feature every single girl. We don't do this. So don't yeah. think you're going to get some deep talks here. And if you do, well, that is good for Michael Block's winner edit theory TM. Because <laughs> my winner theory is continuing to rise because Miss Kendall Gender is saying things that she doesn't need to be saying, but she's in confessional every fucking week. I mean, I don't she know. We'll win. see. All right. Isis joins Brooklyn first. She will be doing La Veneno. If you don't know them, go watch Drag Race España and their La Veneno runway. But for those lazy mofos who don't want to, she is a gay icon from the early 90s in Spain. And yeah. I heard a rumor that you just watched a little TV show about La Veneno. Yes. So uh, some of the judges from Drag Race España actually uh, directed an amazing um, based on true story um, I, I don't even know, like a docu-series, but not really, you know, uh, I don't even know the proper word for it. You tell me. Yeah. But the show is brilliant. Um, I started watching it because I really don't, you know, I, I wanted to wait for the hype to die down because the show was released just at the end of last year. Um, and it, Drag Race Canada was what prompted me to really watch it. Um, but it goes through um, Cristina La Veneno's life, um, essentially from you know, from birth to adulthood. And uh, it's really, really fascinating. You know, really the uh, uh, very prominent trans icon in Spanish culture, yeah. which again, huge deal, you know, for Spain right. to like acknowledge, you know, a trans person. Absolutely. Um, so really, really fascinating. Definitely recommend it to everybody. Uh, for sure, for sure, for sure. So for Isis on a personal note, she shares that her drag mother is trans. So she's been raised by a pack of trans women. So more reason for her to do Lavanano. We don't yeah. see any impressions. We're going to wait for the snatch game. Yeah. Next up, we have Pythia, who's joining Brooklyn and says she will be doing Canadian singer and now outdated reference as the partner of Elon Musk because that bitch took the baby and separated from him. <laughs> um, I was like, are oh, no, you familiar I'll... with Grimes? I am. I love Grimes. I, I listen to her quite a lot, actually. Right. Um, and you're familiar with the song that she did with Poppy, I'm sure. Yes, oh destroy. Mm-hmm. of course. Um, when we discuss Snatch Game, I have a big um, theory here that um, she should have switched um, impersonations with Crystal Method, but we'll get to it. Oh, we'll get to it. Okay, okay. In Grimes, is Grimes in Pythia's wheelhouse? Well, first, Pythia needs to f- know what wheelhouse means. <laughs> That's so cute. So funny. Um, well, it's not, but she thinks she can build off of it. Adriana is here, and she shows Brooklyn that she will be doing Colombian icon. No, not Amanda Masker. It's the equally stunning Sofia Vergara. Uh, you know what's so funny? I think at this point it's become such an obvious choice for, like, any Colombian. Like, I think I at one point toyed around with that idea. And I was like, because what else could I fucking do? Like, who right. else could I? Shakira? I mean, that would be the only other one where it'd be like, you have to kind of sound like a goat and be like, oh, le, 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 le. you know, like, that's all you could yeah. do. And that would be the funny part, you know, like, okay. Now, this should have been a smart move for Adriana as she will use her accent as her strength. Brooklyn likes her confidence, but just make her laugh. Um, and this also is not the first time we've seen Sofia Vergara as a Snatch Game character. Uh, shall We shall not forget... Um, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, who was, in fact, sent home doing Sofia Vergara. Yes, yikes. Almost was the curse of Sofia Vergara. <laughs> anyway, next up, Suki. 
reveals that she'll be taking on the woman who broke up the Beatles, Yoko Ono. And I'm going to say it right now, this should have been a knockout. But if you don't know the history, you you don't have material. But more on that later. Like, oh my God, you have, there was so much juice she could have used. She, it seemed very promising when she mentioned it to Brooke. Yeah. Like it was like very, I, I was there and I was like, okay, this is going to be great. I mean, we'll talk about it, but that's my impression at, right. the, at the get-go with the idea. I was like, wow. And no one's ever done it before. How cool. Nope. Yeah. Well, Brooklyn likes that Suki doesn't take herself seriously, but she takes her work seriously. And that's very important to separate the two. And you know what? Let's be honest. There are a lot of drag artists who cannot do that. Yeah, oh, for sure. We have Kimura talking to Brooklyn for the first time all season, which is wild. I have she that wants- note too. Oh my God, right? that is insane. She wants to guess who Kamora will be doing. So she screams, bitch, I love glitter and cocaine. Okay, that's not the Leslie Jones that I personally know, but go off, sis. Go, you, you do you. <laughs> like that could have been any. <laughs> that it could have been, been a person. gay, it could have been a twink at a gay bar. That's what I was going to say. It could have been any twink at a gay bar. Like, oh, not both. It was funny. Kamara says she is very quiet and this will get her to show her personality where she's silly and stupid and has fun. Gia has two options. She's got the breasts to do Anna Ferris, which I thought would have been brilliant. And then her second option is Jim Carrey. Brooklyn tells Gia that she is very good at turning on a character. And let's be honest, Gia is a character herself. Um, But when she said Jim Carrey, I was like, oh, okay. I was very intrigued. I was very intrigued by both choices. Either one would have been amazing for me. And now because of the example she did, you know, some bitch is going to come soon in one of the franchises and do Anna Faris. Oh yeah. No, for sure. For sure. It's a, it's a Bruin. Well, Kendall says, hello, bonjour. Hi to Brooklyn. As she gets ready to be the ultimate momager, Kris Jenner. Her drag is making fun of the Kardashians. She loves them for their stupidity and campiness. Brooklyn will continue the conversation now. She will ask her what it's like to be in a competition with her drag family. Well, Kendall says in her wildest dreams, it's a perfect situation to experience this with your literal best friends. Does she feel a sense of competition? Well, she struggles with it in her life. She sometimes makes the comfort, makes the comfort of others her priority. In this situation, it's all about her. And that is okay. This is the deepest conversation Brooklyn will have because... I think the producers told her, give us something to use for a struggle arc for our potential winner. Mm, maybe there maybe. was no need for this conversation. Why was it here? She didn't say this to anybody else. I, this whole episode was weird because I feel like it, it happened and I know how long it was, but it didn't feel that long. It felt like right. a very short, quick watch. It, it, it was, it, it clicked along very fast, but every single episode, four episodes in, Kendall is a main character, even though she's not a main character, you know, she's very present. So we this shall is very, see. this is very much how Priyanka was. So um, I'll be curious. You know what? Priyanka was loud. So that always makes she was very TV. loud. It's very like, a, you know, Mary Cherry and she, show and Dragula. It's the same kind of. Uh... <laughs> and Priyanka also has TV experience, so she knows how to get the camera time. Of course, of course. Well, finally, we have Cynthia, who is so happy to be there. Brooklyn sees that she'll be doing Rachel Zoe. Will it be awkward since Brad is there? If you are unfamiliar uh, with the Brad and Rachel drama, 
you're not alone. I did not know it. But oh, really? Yeah, I, I I never watched that shit. It was not my thing. Really? It was on yeah. Bravo. It was good. I watched that. It was. I, you know what's funny? My note here is she mentioned the Zove Report as the show, but the Zove Report is actually Rachel's newsletter. It's a daily newsletter. Oh. Uh, from, I don't know if she still does it, but it's back in the day, like your daily wardrobe tips and whatever bullshit she wanted to talk to. You know, everybody, like anybody. Can Interesting. Sign up. Um, and then the show was the Rachel Zoe project, which, uh, yeah, that was Bravo TV for a couple of years, actually. I, yeah, I, I, I remember it. I just, it was not my team. Anyway, when Cynthia leaves Brooklyn, she does a Southern accent. So clearly choice number two, based on the wig and everything else was Paula Dean. Now, would it which have we, again, better? we've seen Paula Dean. We have seen Darian like fuck it up. Um, so <laughs> We've also, for those who live in Astoria, have seen um, in season one of Iconic, uh, Ducky Sheaboy uh, do Paula Dean and get butter on the curtains at Icon. And in other places as well. Well, no comment. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Eve, can't forget about her. We are going to see what she's got up her sleeve. She's known for her doing her Jennifer Coolidge, but option two, Eve puts on a bald cap, gloves, and transform into Senator Bernie Sanders. What an interesting choice for a Canadian show. Um, I was very thrown off and I was like, no, this can't go well. Like, no way. This is this is going to send her home. Like, this can't. It, it's un-Canadian. Like, what are we doing right. here? Brooklyn is feeling the burn. And according to Eve, so she wants to take a really big risk and do something no one would expect her to do. Eve is a huge fan of Bernie Sanders. She's watched his speeches and has his mannerisms. That's not Snatch Game, but you do you girl you do you yeah. brooklyn is about to leave but before she does she reveals that the runway will be made in canada sponsored by made who champions canadian content from film to tv to video games they will have to pay homage to a canadian scene stealer who came before them so another celebrity impersonation okay cool two in a row one episode all right oh and they will be joined by my future boyfriend connor jessup he is so cute. Y'all go watch Lock and Key on Netflix. Um, also, fuck off Isis for calling him daddy. I'm his daddy. Look at him. Look how cute he is. No, he's very cute. I have to admit, though, I was not 100% familiar with him when they announced him as a judge. So I was very like, oh, who that? Like, but then I, I remembered who he was. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> Well, Snatch Game is going to separate the winners from the losers. Without Snatch Game, there is no crown. And you know what? That's not actually wrong. Like I said earlier, so many Snatch Game winners go to the finals. It's 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 necessary. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, this season, we have a red carpet where the celebrities get to pose in character and chat with celebrity correspondent Tracy Melcher for She Talk. I love this bit. I really, really do, because it gives you more of the queens getting to do their character. It was cute because, you know, you always see them just sitting down and half the right. body. And, like you don't see the whole outfit sometimes. I don't know. It's cute. Right. And again, it, it went by it. very quickly. They didn't really do too much of it. But which yeah. is a- so we're going to go through some of the things that we said he saw here, because unfortunately it may have fucked up their actual snatch game because they wasted a lot of shit here. Like what is Yoko's favorite Beatles song? None of them. I broke them up. <laughs> Girl, you need to save that for the actual snatch game. Yeah, I know. Why did you say it there? No. But a shame. Rachel Zoe needs an inhaler because Tracy took her breath away. 
<laughs> Jim Carrey is shaking his ass, and I was like, "Oh, I remember '90s Jim Carrey. That was the good times." Yeah, it's good times. That was. And Grimes is apparently a robot. Sorry, girl. That's Poppy. Now let's talk about it right now because we're going to get to it. If people don't know the history between Grimes and Poppy, obviously they're no longer friends. They have some issue with Titanic and Mars Argo, blah, 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 blah. Go YouTube. It is a fucking wild saga. That being said, there has been a lot of discussion about Poppy being in a cult or being a robot. That is her persona. That's not what Crystal Method did. She should have done what fucking Pythia did here as Poppy and... Pythia should have done what Crystal did as Grimes. Switch the two because you both got it wrong. Um, true as that may be, I was still very entertained by what Pythia did. It was entertaining, but li- but what's funnier is if you listen to a Grimes interview, it's just non sequiturs. And that's what makes her so unique because there are non sequiturs about weird things, but she has so much conviction about them. It's so weird. It's she's such a freaky weird character. I was so I mean, you know what? Again, at the end of the day, did she make us laugh? Yes. I don't know. Did she? I don't I wasn't really laughing. I, I was laughing. I was entertained. All right. Now we head over to Snatch Game, where Brooklyn stole one of Rue's pussy bows. She <laughs> is looking gayer than ever. Do you own one of those? Do I own a, yes, I do actually. I have a dress with, yes, I do. Yes, yes, What yes. color is it? Black, naturally. Come on, get some like gray in your wardrobe. Gray, <laughs> gray. Actually I do, I have a, I range from white, I, I do the shades, yeah. White, yeah. white, gray, and black. Well, it is time to meet our contestants. We've got Brad Goreski because someone probably called out last minute. <laughs> And social media sensation Bowmanizer, a.k.a. Bowman Martinez-Reed. Are you like me and have no idea who this hunky man is and who, what role he should play, a.k.a. Aladdin? I was like, who that? Again, another one. I, 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 that one for sure. Um, no idea who he is, what he's Apparently he's only like 22. Yeah, he's like a TikTok something. I don't know. I'm not on TikTok. I don't know. I'm, I'm too old for that. I don't okay. know. All right, let's get through our introductions. It's experimental pop princess and wife of Elon Musk, Grimes. She says hello to Jane Lynch because she loves her work. <laughs> How do you pronounce your son's name? E equals MC squared, named after her Wi-Fi password. Okay, so what does this mean? If you know anything about the situation, you know the outlandish name they attempted to call their son that California literally was like, no, that's illegal. You can't right. do that. Right. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it because those are symbols that I don't even use. Yeah, it was like X, A, Siri. I, I don't even know. Yeah. It was weird. Um, it's comedy legend Leslie Jones. She says hi to white RuPaul. That was funny. That was, was this look iconic Leslie Jones? Not a fucking chance. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, I get it. I know she was referencing um, Coming to America 2. How many people actually saw that movie? Five, <laughs> six. That's not Lizzie Jones. <laughs> it was, it was like, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it was a missed opportunity there visually. So what does she look for in a man? Nine inches. Speaking <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> all right. She is one of the most beloved icons in Spain. It's La Veneno. Who sold Naomi's top? You remember Naomi Smalls? That was yes, that's right. Yeah. How is she enjoying the Canadian weather? Her English is not very good, and neither is this accent. We love a self-aware queen. 
<laughs> have we ever seen a queen like read themselves within the game where they like break character just to say a line no but that was it worked it, it worked it was very funny and it made it did not make up for the fact that she had no tits on i mean that's the biggest thing about lovinetto is the tits i was like where are the breasts in your face like she the outfit no she never yeah. would have worn that no. Next up is Chris Jenner. She says, Ellen, it's good to be back with her. She is doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> up next is Yoko Ono. Performance art is everywhere. Performance art is you. This was an Oko. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> now, again, you do not have to be familiar with all of Yoko Ono, but you need to just reference the Beatles and reference the weird things she's done, and you're fine. This could have been good. Could have been good. Yeah, this is where you kind of saw, like, immediately she used the best line at that little red carpet, and then that uh -huh. was it. Like, down, on it went. Brooklyn is going to say, all right, then, it's Jim Carrey. So here's my thing. She literally stole a line Gia could have used and would have used. I hate when this happens, but this may have been one of the more shocking characters that actually worked. This energy from Gia was infectious. I was like, I, I like you, Gia. This was good. This was this was really good. And the more you kept watching it, the better it got. Yeah. It's our favorite socialist. It's U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders. He's been double vaccinated. So who will he pick as his running mate? He needs to capture the gay community. So RuPaul. The voice was good. The comedy was non-existent. Yeah. Again, a lot of... Uh, it, it was interesting because, you know, again, from the workroom, we all thought, okay... Like, interesting choice. We'll see how mm -hmm. that goes. And then it was like, okay, now that was the choice. She's loquacious and oh, so gracious. So fair of a god. Okay, so um, she loves this country so much that she doesn't need a bra. And she will eat those words shortly. <laughs> and finally, it's a stylist of the stars, Rachel Zoe. Does she recognize anyone here? She addresses the pink fashion elephant in the room, Brad. She respects you and she would do anything for the gays. Brad says it's good to see her again, and it's been a while. And she says, and it says she's had a few clients last. Hashtag Brad Steele's clients. That's that's mm -hmm. the gig. I don't know. Is it true? I don't know. Or How can you steal just... clients if they just walk away and go to them? Exactly. Did you Not just stealing. voluntarily go? I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. The weather in Canada can be such a drag. You get 10 months of winter and two months of blank. Sophia said she is very hot right now looking at this papacita. She said, moist. <laughs> Two months of moist. And then we have the nip slip. So Rachel Zoe is going to pick this moment up for herself and ask for fashion tape. This is a fashion emergency. And the game was over. Cynthia won. I was like, yep, we're done. Cynthia's the best. It was so it good. Was, it was so good. And, and honestly... <laughs> I know you didn't watch it, but when I like it gave me flashbacks to that show and I like how stupid it was like, and then it made me feel stupid for watching it. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, oh, wow. Like that is her. Like that is yeah. exactly her making a big fuss over nothing. Like, okay, this really is like, you know, all everything. Oh, wow. Chris Jenner says bladder leakage because her vagina is the size of a football field where you was uncomfortable as I was. Yeah, I was like, where did that come from? Like, I mean, I know, you know what it was? I, I, I know it was a, I get it. She was reading, but that's not what you were supposed to be doing here. Because she right. 
she wasn't going to read herself. Like, that kind of makes right. no sense. Like, no, she wouldn't do that. Grimes, she says she gave birth to an external disk drive and is raising him with a non-binary computer code so he could choose to be a desktop, desktop or laptop when he grows up. So she said nuts and bolts because that's all he poops. What? This made no sense. I don't know. No sense at all. The way she delivered it was just so stupid that I couldn't help but laugh. But if Poppy said that, then it would be funny because she's a robot. Again, even if you don't thought like, I just, I don't know. It it didn't matter to me. All right. And then we have La Veneno who says La Fuseta. Sophia will say she doesn't know what it means. La Veneno will respond with Escándalo. Do you wish we got more out of the two of them bantering? Um, yes, because they definitely could have. I, I'm sure they had some sort of dialogue in Spanish that would have been funny. Um, now, do we know if Isis can like fluently speak Spanish? It doesn't sound like she can. She, I know she's. Um, where is she? I think she's Salvadorian. Oh, Salvador. Yeah. yeah, right. She's Salvadorian. Um, you're right. She may not. I'm not 100 sure. Not confirmed. But I'm assuming. And let's say that assumption was true. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Did you hear about the new technology for drag queens? It's an app that helps drag queens find their blank. Jim interrupts Brooklyn before she asks, asking, finishes asking the question. And then he says, energy. Gia will get out of control in a complete Jim Carrey in the 90s way and walk all over the set, flirts with Rachel Zoe, sniffs a pen. And I was like, this is good. This is in character and I'm living for it. I... I was thoroughly impressed. I actually don't think I expected that from Gia at all. Neither. I, I did not. Bernie says healthcare and says 90% of drag queens are uninsured or underinsured. Fact, but not funny. I was not, I was not amused by that. That was way too real. Yeah. Rachel is next and she's texting, so she missed the question. She is confirming award season gowns with Cameron Diaz, which I feel is a very dated reference because when was the last time Cameron Diaz was on a word show? But she says things aren't bananas. Bananas. I feel like Rachel Zoe should sue because the, the it was way, so good. It was so good. It was that good that she should sue for defamation. Like it was like, what is going on? Yoko will go with Mother Superior. Yoko is a performance artist and then starts putting toilet paper around Jim Carrey, who is eating. The toilet paper. So Comedy good. is, in fact, subjective. <laughs> Again, you have to be good at this and know how to play your character for you as Gia to pick up that toilet paper and take that moment away from the person sitting next to you. So good. So good. And Sophia says boobs because people love boobs. The judges have stopped laughing and she is trapped in this character. Did you uh, feel for her in this moment? Were you like, I, I will help you out, my Colombian mother? I was so sad. I was like, because she was funny at the beginning. The start was good. And then after that moment, like what we saw was like horrible. And I'm like, oh my yeah. goodness, no, not the Sofia Vergara curse. Like it's coming. I was very afraid. Well, you won't believe what Bowmanizer went viral for on TikTok this time. His account blew up after he taught his dog how to blank. Now let's play, let, let, let's do this now. <laughs> We're going to play a different game. We're going to play, you won't believe what Amanda Masker went viral for on TikTok this time. Her account blew up after she taught Wednesday how to blank. Twerk. <laughs> Does she know how to twerk yet? Oh, no, she's still learning. She's still young. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, Leslie Jones said, sit up and beg like my titties. <laughs> like 
it was so wrong. And that's why I'm laughing and was laughing, but it like, but it wasn't Leslie Leslie Jones. Jones. Yeah. Where was Leslie Jones? We know Leslie Jones has obsessions with pop culture. She has obsessions with hunky men. None of that. That was not here. I am wondering, and I have to go back on Twitter because she loves drag race. And I wonder if she live tweeted this or watched this. I'm intrigued of what her opinion is seeing this impression. I'll have to go find out. Yoko says you went viral too. She went viral for posing nude. She says she looks younger down there and then she suddenly pulls out a wig and puts it on her head. And again, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) I just just didn't understand the bit. I was like, what what are we like? Like, I know what you're doing, but like, what are you doing? You know, it was, uh, yeah. Bernie Sanders says win an election and he is open to lessons and would like to put him in that position among many others. It could have been funny, but it wasn't. I, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, when you have um, what's his face do it on SNL and like Larry David is incredible at Bernie Sanders. No one else can do Bernie Sanders unless you're doing Larry David as Bernie Sanders. That's just how it is. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And uh, again, it just wasn't. Um, I mean, and I think the magic behind that is that Larry David is just like this overly obnoxious character. Yeah, And it's like, it could have been, and it's funny to me because someone, Eve is very freaking obnoxious. So it's like, Correct. why wouldn't you like, you literally have to be yourself. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it didn't work because she loves and respects Bernie Sanders. She couldn't poke fun at Bernie Sanders. That's right. So you have to pick people that like you could give two shits about. <laughs> exactly. Well, Rachel Zoe says she doesn't really understand this one, but her gay intern who she calls Brad number two, told her to say she done already done had herses. Brad responds that he wasn't an intern. He was an assistant and they all get into a babe off. And well, babe, babe. Dying, dying, dying. And this, that was the moment where I was like, she will sue. Like she definitely has to sue. Like there's yeah. no way she's going to be okay with this impersonation, with this exchange. It was just, it was too good. Brad will say he just went to an alternate reality. So Rachel says, talk to Grimes, who boots back up like a literal computer. She was charging her third vagina. Sometimes we just got to do that. Sometimes three, three vagina jokes in one snatch game. That is a record. I don't think we've ever had a vagina joke before. Now that like was this. really, so that was really snatch game for sure. Literally. Well, Grimes wrote down speaking Latin and she would love to collaborate with her on her next album. Honey, this is the apocalypse, baby. Cool. And that's all the time we have. And Snatch Game was something. We had some highs and we had some bombs. Yeah, but you know what? Again, once again, I don't think it was it wasn't um, it wasn't a bad Snatch Game overall. Like, again, I, I was I was entertained. I kept watching. Yes, there were people that obviously clearly did not do well, but it wasn't anything like, I mean, we've, we can talk about past seasons where it's just been horrible. And this sure. one wasn't. Well, since Canvas Drag Race put out the portraits of the Snatch Game characters, I asked the audience to play Miss or Batch of the performances. So we're going to mm-hmm. go through them all and see what we all thought. Are you ready? Yes. And I'm sorry for messing it up. <laughs> It's okay. It's fine. Other people did. So I think it all equaled out at the end. All right. Adriana as Sofia Vergara, Miss or Match? I will go with Miss. 
She matched for the first five minutes and then missed the rest of it. <laughs> the audience, 72% miss, 28% match. I mean, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Eve 6000 is Bernie Sanders. I'm going to say match because the characterization was there. It was just not funny. Agreed. Agreed. Audience, 32% miss, 68% match. Hmm. Gia as Jim Carrey, 100% match for me. Excellent. It's, it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Like shoot, shoot match. <laughs> like, even though she didn't give you all the references that she could have done, I'm sure they were on the cutting room floor. It was excellent. Um, yeah. The audience, 26% miss, 74% match. Hmm. Isis as Love and Eno. Unfortunately, I have to go miss. Um, someone, uh, my dear friend, just JP from Boston tweeted this this morning. And I was like, I have to say this. She put the no in veneno. No, no, <laughs> yeah. that was bad. That was a, an absolute miss. Sorry. The audience, 50% miss, 50% match. You know what it is? They probably don't know the reference. I'm telling you probably. just the tits alone was like, okay, I'm turned off because you're talking about someone who's literally known 1000% for their body. Yep. And like, okay, the hair was there, the makeup. Okay, you got that. And the rest was fail. Kendall as Chris Jenner. For me, definitely a miss. Yeah. Yeah. The look was the look was good though. At least she physically, you know, yeah. reminded us. Uh, but you know, she's no uh, you know, we we've seen we've seen this momager done before in right. a much better way. And uh, yeah, now unfortunately a miss. Audience 53% miss, 47% match. Kamora as Leslie Jones. We already heard what I have to say. It was a complete miss. Yeah, it was a miss. The audience was 61% miss, 39% match. Pathea as Grimes. I'm going to give it a miss. I was not a fan of it. I mean, I liked it, so I'm going to say match. Audience, 34% miss, 66% match. Suki as Yoko Ono. Oh, what a miss. (laughs) Audience agreed. 69% miss, 31% match. And finally, Cynthia as Rachel Zoe. Again, excellent match. Yeah, super. Ding dong, yeah. The audience, 14% miss, 86% match. Mm. Well, Eve is feeling disappointed because she gave a safe performance and it felt it was middle of the road. She set herself up for disappointment. Suki is trying to boost her up, but Eve doesn't need a pep talk. She just wants to make sure she's okay. And Eve says that they have to realize that she's just a complainer and that she doesn't need therapy session every time she gets irritated. And I say, what a selfish cow. My comment here is literally, and I quote, Eve is so annoying. Why? Like, (laughs) these are your sisters. These are people you're like supposed to be friends with. They're trying to support you. I get that you're upset. That's not how to treat people. It's terrible. Um, also, this whole, like, it, it kind of insinuates, like, people should be reading her mind about things. Oh, like, they need to get this about me. Bitch, like, did you communicate that already? Like, and if so, like, again, like, proper communication, like, a normal right. person, like, you know, because you don't have to be standoffish like that. Because right. next time, what's going to happen is you're going to be sobbing on the floor about whatever bullshit, and no one's going to talk to you. And then you're going to exactly. be like, oh, no, they don't talk to me. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. well, you're you. I mean, let's be honest. We all know an Eve in our lives. Um, and Eve. I'm sure I'm an Eve to somebody. Um, <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest here. Um, but it, it, it takes communication. And if you are unable to be self-aware about how you present yourself to others in crisis mode it's not a good thing 
Right. But therapy has helped me. There you go. Therapy helps a whole bunch of people. I don't know. Next you- conversation is <laughs> Gia is trimming her eyebrows. Mind blown. Mind blown. Because again, let's remind everyone, she uses her natural brow. I mean, listen, I've been there. If you have a good one and you don't want to block and you want to incorporate excellent brows. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. Beautiful. Why? Like I, for the longest time, used to get so many compliments on my brows, but by gluing them down, they lost a little bit of uh, their like thickness. Yeah. And so they're not as nice as they used to be. And I was like, wait, but I had beautiful, like people are painting to get my brows. Like, why am I covering them? What right. is going, you know, like just incorporate them, but you know, oh, well. Suki says there is no true opening for an Asian drag queen. You're booked to fill a stereotype role, the filler spot. Kamara says it goes for all nationalities for her Caribbean and South American community. There is progress in certain parts. There's oppression in other parts. You cannot be feminine and wear makeup in these communities. How did you take that conversation? Because we didn't go more in depth on it. And I think it needed to happen. And I don't know why we turned away from it. Um, I definitely don't know why they turned away from it. Because it's something very true. And it's something that obviously more people could have added to in the room. Like, this is where Isis could have chimed in. Adriana could have said more. You know, um, I'm just very surprised that not much was said. But I can absolutely, Kimora was absolutely right. Like, speaking exclusively about Latin culture it's very homophobic. It's very transphobic. And like, these are the thoughts I have myself personally, where I think about many, many times reaching out locally, you know, because I live in a very predominantly Latin American neighborhood. And, uh, I always think about like, you know, just approaching someone for a gig or like, Hey, would you be interested in doing drag something? And what stops me quite honestly is just knowing the neighborhood. Right. And this is me as, you know, a, a woman in drag, to me, that already would set off so many people off in general, but then the assumption of like, oh my God, look at that gay shit she's doing, you know, that kind of, that would be the the thought process and it becomes a little dangerous and it becomes, you know, there's just so many things that you're like, you know what, maybe better not, you know, unless it's truly a queer space, we're not going to test the waters. Um, So 1000%, you know, and unfortunately, even in queer spaces, this sort of, um, you know, uh, still happens where people, you know, unless you fit a certain you know, category or stereotype, it just, you're not going to be seen. So it's unfortunate. What we do pivot to is a discussion from Pythia. If they knew there was a possibility for her life, for a lifestyle like this, it would have made things so much easier when she was younger. When she came out to her parents, she was asked if she was raped or wanted to become a woman as there was no one in their family like them. And they just didn't understand. Gay people don't exist in Greece. They haven't grown with people like Pythia, so now she can be this Greek queer icon right now and show them she has a family and friends who love her for her. She's thankful to live this life. There is more than disease and loneliness for people like her. They are successful artists, teachers, doctors, lovers who can inspire. Very interesting conversation here again, um, because we see Greece as a predominantly white European culture, um, and like in the queer community, um, we we know about the gay scene in um, Nikonos and all the fucking partying that goes on. So hearing her talk about you know maybe like the rural parts of Greece and and the real parts of Greece, it's a different culture. It's a different lifestyle. I mean, it, it, I I kind of felt a little kind of it's very much similar to South American culture because if you think about it. You know, you have a lot of uh, queer spaces that are so, so, so Latin, 
But again, yeah. it's overall, our culture still is homophobic trans, you know? So I kind of definitely understood where she was coming from because I'm like, yeah. you know, again, I feel it. You could have all the gays, all the, all the Puerto Rican gays, all everything, but they're still, you know, gay bashing and doing horrible things and, you know, against their own people just right. because of this one fact. So again, it, she, she really broke my heart with that. And I, I felt for her and, you know, it's, it's something true. And I'm, I'm glad they kept that moment. They didn't yeah. talk more about the other moment, but they at least mentioned this. And that was very important. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the runway. Color of the night is green. Brooklyn comes out in a sensational neon dress. Oh um, my God. Can and that wig. What about... was that wig? It was so fun. She, okay. This is the first time that she literally looked like white RuPaul on the main stage <laughs> with that body. Tell me those hips are not RuPaul's. I was like, wait a second. You've yeah. never come out like this. Like this was a, uh, yeah. yeah, but I, I was loving it. She looked amazing. Wow. Brad is wearing a green suit. Very cool. They went to prom. If you look at their picture together on Instagram. Oh, so cute. No green for Tracy. I guess she missed the memo, but my boo, Connor Jessup, he's wearing green in his jacket and in his eyeshadow. Ooh, I want I him and let's <laughs> stop bashing him. He, I guarantee you, he did not do his own makeup. It was a bitch backstage. Wait, stop wait. bashing him, internet. Wait, I it was giving me flashbacks to uh Jeffrey Boyer Don't Chapman. It. Don't but, say but, it, but wait, no, she actually looks much better. It wasn't like that yes. weird smear that he, I don't know, again, poor JVC, but still, I, I like this one. It was good, it was good. Yeah, look good. Okay, so we know what the category is. We're going to remind everyone again, it is made in Canada and in honor of the runway. I like this one a lot. We are going to play Maple Leaf or Maple Leave. Oh, that's cute. That's I really hate cute. Myself, I hate my puns, but you know what? I'm dying. There's too much drag race. I am. My puns are wearing out. I'm sure theirs are too. How many? This poor world of wonder and Ruko stat. Like this, is just too much. All right, let's do this. Okay, Kamora Moore doing Deborah Cox as Josephine Baker. Look by Kamora and Anastasia Nakwe. Jewels by LAG Concepts. Well, she finally got to show off her pageant frocks. If this was just a repurposed gown for this runway, good on you. Use your resources. I think this is the most comfortable we've seen her all season and the best she has looked. She is in her natural state. Stunning gown, yellow, beautiful color on her. I just think it's a Josephine Baker look, not Deborah Cox. And I think the discrepancy is we're stretching the brief. It is stoned to death and she is sparkling. But again, I know there are going to be other people who will play, uh, who will give us a, a character look, but there's a difference here because I know Deborah Cox is a singer. We all know Deborah Cox is a singer, not doing a bit performance as Josephine Baker in an, um, a Canadian theatrical production that ran less than a year. Right. But she looks so fierce. I right. And that's, that's the thing. She like, looks great, good. but I was... I was a little like, you are really pushing it here. You know what? The only thing I was kind of upset about, um, I thought she should have, she had a chin highlight that I was like, oh, bitch, you should have blended a little more. Like it was just too, like, it was like, like just too right there. Um, And that was the only thing that bothered me, to be honest with you, that like my eye just went right there. Um, But nope, I'm sorry. Maple leaf. So good. So good. Brad says her performance of Leslie Jones had him on the floor. He said it was fun and she kept the character up. He says that her as Deborah Cox's Josephine Baker is a showstopper. Connor says the Leslie Jones was a little one note, but it was amazing, uh, an amazing note and she committed totally to it. 
Brooklyn agrees that this is a one note, but Leslie Jones is kind of that person. She says that we are seeing her in her true form, the pageant queen, and it's very presentational. Tracy says she had a command of the runway and she made them want her. I agree. I'll give it a maple leaf, but I, I don't like how we're pushing things and giving it a little bit of a pass. Um, audience, audience, 88% maple leaf, 12% maple leaf. Agreed. Like it just, again, no matter what, no matter even the Leslie, like just everything into consideration, it was just very good. And I, you know what? It was nice to see her comfortable and like sure. really bringing everything she has to the main stage, which I was like, okay, this is who you are as a drag queen. I mean, I'm there. Ah, beautiful. Cynthia kisses Jenny Becker. Uh, no designers listed. Uh, she is using the presenter and fashion host as inspiration. I didn't know who she was prior to this, but Cynthia is serving the vibes while turning it into drag. Um, she is known for the bob, and I think Cynthia was able to amplify it with volume. The yellow suit was great and eye-popping. I love the microphone that she used from start to finish. Was this the best of the night? No. Did she stand out and get rewarded mostly for Smash Game? Fully. 1,000%. I also was not 100% familiar with the reference, so I personally was like, is she really doing this right? Is she not? Mm -hmm. And then just kind of like looking at it objectively, I was like, it's a good look. Again, is it as good as a, you know other looks? No, but she still did a great job overall. So, Brad says portraying Rachel, someone he knows very well. He was like, I was there again. Triggered and delighted at the same time. It was bananas. It was major. He says, Jean Baker is just an absolute team. Tracy says she made Rachel Zoe her favorite celebrity stylist. Ha 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 ha. She grew up watching Jean Baker and she gave an essence. I'll give it a maple leaf. Maple leaf. Yep. Audience grades 80% maple leaf, 20% maple leave. All right, Suki Doll doing Sandra O oh from Double Happiness. Look by Florentina Leitner, hair by Stefan Scotto de Césaire. For those who don't know the film, it is a 90s Canadian film about an actress from a Chinese Canadian family, and this jacket is pulled straight from the poster art. Mm. As far as runway looks, Suki looks incredible. She's also turned a look and made it drag. Love the pink buttons and buckle. It's a cute color and makes the beige jacket pop. Hair is wonderful. The beat is sensational. The yellow dress is very cute. Um, Suki really is a chameleon on the runway. She has the ability to serve so many styles. She um, surprised me with this one. Again, maybe because I just had a bad taste in my mouth from Snatch Game. I was like, oh, what is she going to do? And uh, I didn't know the reference either here, but I was like, okay, this is like fashion. This is like Paris runways. Like this was yeah. This was good. This was really, really good. Brad asks her about her choice of Yoko Ono for Snatch Game, and she says that her approach to drag is to challenge herself and paying homage to her Asian culture. She didn't blend her humor and her personality. Brooklyn says she picked a tough character and it didn't work. Brad says all of his clients will be asking for the Suki Trench. It's a number one bestseller. Tracy says Sandra O oh will be phoning her for that trench coat. The color pink makes her wild and loves things big or mini. She is a size queen. <laughs> I like this. I really did. I will give it a maple leaf. Maple leaf. A thousand percent. Again, I, in my heart, it made up for the bad snatch game, but you know, we'll get there. Audience, 56% maple leaf, 45% maple leaf. All right, here we go. Hmm. Adriana as Vanessa Morgan. Corset and gloves by Luke Couture, jewels and headpiece by Inchu Bijou, leggings by Ibillero, hair by IGN. 
I did not recognize her by name, but when I saw her credits, I saw she was on Riverdale. So now the look made a little more sense. Mm. That being said, it was not a great look and it felt haphazard. The purple latex and sleeves and pants were very bold. The color piece and corset with serpents, a reference to Riverdale, seemed like an afterthought. She's done better runways this season. This was a low for her. Okay, so taking my bias out of this, right? Um, I think you're absolutely right in the sense that she's done better. She's done better and she could have done better. Now, that being said... I think she looked hot personally. I, I loved it. I would you bang her? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, that was hot. Like 1000%. Um, I really, really liked the representation too, because it's someone also Latina. Like that was cool. And um, holy shit, that was also very rhinestone. So I appreciated yes. that. Again, yes. very, you saw the bling, the camera got it. It was a lot, a lot of bling. So we all know how difficult that is. And, uh, you know, she made a, she, she did it. She, she, I, I thought she looked good. Brad says this is a really great interpretation of Vanessa Morgan with a nice polish. He says that Sophia has kind of effervescence and there was no pull for him. Tracy says the snake crystals and purple are all working for her. It's what she imagined she looks like when she would go to the club. As Sophia Vergara, she had the dress and boobs, but Sophia is more sexy than sexual. Adriana is feeling disappointed because Sophia is such an icon. So Brooklyn tells her to send her flowers. I wonder if she I'll, did. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'm giving this a maple leaf. <gasps> that's horrible. Um, that's racist. That's really racist. Um, no, I, I still I'm sticking to my guns here. Maple leaf. The audience. 54% maple leaf, 46% maple leaf. I mean, again, she looks uh, no matter what, bad snatching, she's still like visibly just yeah. was very, very good. Like it was from head to toe, she looked good. So Geometric must love comedy because she's doing Mike Myers. Look by the Lady Hyde, hair by Edward Scissorhands, nails by Black Cherry Nails. She has easily taken one of the most iconic Mike Myers roles in Austin Powers and made it feminine and sexy. Did it feel a bit Halloween costume? Yeah, baby. <laughs> but it sold the story and fulfilled the brief. And once again, that beat is GG good. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, no, um, it's definitely it's definitely preferential. It's, it's uh, you know, it's given us uh, it's given us Gigi good, but I wasn't mad at it. I thought the look was superb. Wow. Okay. So yes, a smidge Halloweeny. I hear you there, but like drag, like she dragged it up. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I really, I, I'm, I mean, we'll get there, but I was, she was robbed. <laughs> I agree. She, I agree. Really? No, she, I, I thought the, the episode killer, like throughout the entire episode, yeah. so good. And this look really was like the cherry on top. Like she, she really thought about it and to your point, loves comedy. You can tell she loves it because she looked that good. Maple leaf. Love it. Maple leaf. Yeah. Leaf, leaf, Audience, leaf. 96% maple leaf, 4% maple leaf. Okay, good. We're all watching the same program. I'm, yeah, I'm right? so thrilled. <laughs> Next up, we have Kendall Gender doing Stacey McKenzie. Look by Roderick, hair by Amendo Hair. Did Kendall think Stacy was going to be on the season? Probably. Is it still a good look without her there to suck up to? Yes. Um, I feel like to do Stacy uh, Stacy look, this was literally the promo look from Canada's Drag Race season one. This was a brilliant move. It's instantly recognizable to the judges and to the audience. I personally would would have loved to see bigger hair, like drag up those buns, like massive. 
The waist did feel a little bit too high on Kendall and gave her a bit of an odd shape. That being said, incredibly safe episode for her. Um, yes, agreed. I actually, she definitely thought Stacy was going to be on there. She thought she'd wow Stacy and was like, and I think that's why she didn't drag up the hair that much because she definitely wanted to be respectful. Um, sure. you know, again, under the assumption that like, okay, this person's going to be right in front of me. Uh, but she looked great. I agree with you. The higher waistline just made it kind of look more of like a, a pregnant, like she looked much bigger yeah. than she is. And we don't want that because it didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't add to anything. Um, but yeah, no, she looked good. Maple leaf. I like, I didn't hate it. It was good. I agree. Audience, 85% maple leaf, 15% maple leaf. Mm-hmm. All right. We have Eve 6000 doing Carrie Ann Moss. Glasses by Silencia Eyewear. Hair by Wig Zaddy Look by Lucinda Mew. I think doing Matrix inspired look for Carrie Ann Moss was the only way to go. I love that Eve went for it and gave us a sexy look and showed us she has the ability to have versatility. I do think the hair is flat because there is no volume to it, but babe, you do you. Um, It's a very simple look. And at this point, Eve really has to be exceptional to save herself. Safe looks won't cut it as she's already been in tremendous danger. Um, I don't know. Like as much as I really dislike her, she looks hot. Like I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like I didn't think she had that kind of side to her. Um, So the outfit was great. This wig, this controversy, holy shit. Like log on to Twitter. It is hilarious to watch people back and forth on it. Where do you fall on it? Where do I fall? I mean, it had some volume. The bump, it, it wasn't completely, it wasn't completely flat. Now it was like, if it was, it, it could have been 2% volume, but the volume still present. That's my, right, but there's a little bump and then it went straight down. There was no volume this way, but either. it wasn't okay, but it wasn't 100% flat, which is my point. Okay, fine, fine. That was it. Connor, I'm on your team. There, well, of course you are. But no, I mean, like, was she, how high did you want that bump to go? I mean, why? Well, I guess it could have. I didn't want that wig. I wanted it to be the little slick back short wig. Ooh. Yes, the wrong that, wig. I mean, well, yeah. But, but again, but that was her attempt to drag it up. Sure. So she did, so she did do it. So she did drag but, it. But, but listen, go back to Gia who dragged it up. She got, gave you a very feminine looking wig to make Mike Myers work. I mean, yeah, because she wasn't going to come out in pants because then she'd be red for wearing. No, no, I'm talking about the wig. Oh, just exclusively the wig. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. That's how you have volume and still do feminine and masculine. But I mean, that's just me, but whatever. Fair Brad, enough. Brad said she embodied Bernie Sanders, but everything around it didn't hit. As Carrie Ann Moss, he could feel that she tried to dial it up her runway performance and appreciates the effort to take the critiques. Uh, Brooklyn was very excited when she heard the voice, but it felt dialed back version. She loves the look and would wear it. Connor says the glasses are amazing. The green and the gown is beautiful. He says when he thinks of Carrie Ann Moss in the Matrix, he thinks of the really slick back shiny hair, and this hair feels a little basic and flat from there. It's a good look, Maple Leaf. Maple Leaf, yeah. No matter how you feel about her, which is funny because like I have to think about these things sometimes. I'm like, she's just so fucking annoying. I really don't like her. But again, you can't deny the bitch like served. She really did. Audience agrees. 96% Maple Leaf, 4% Maple Leaf. There you go. All right, next we got Isis Couture doing Sandra O from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Look by Isis, hair by Drag Daddy Wigs. Um, This look is twofold. From a look perspective, exceptional. From a theme, I think we, again, are grasping at straws to say this is Sandra Oh. Like, this isn't even the right time period of nursing for the show. 
Oh, what a stretch. Yeah. I would like to point out that Isis actually said her iconic role as Grey's Anatomy. That is literally the words that came out of her mouth. I don't think after her Veneno portrayal, I just don't think she watches TV. Like I'm this just is, like, oh, this clearly... was like when Rue said Ben Platt played deer. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay, well. Anyway, I love the mints. It's a stunning color, truly an underused color. More people, please use mint. The cut of the dress is perfect. She has stoned it right. That wig, it is minty fresh. I just wish it was more in line with Sandra Oh on Grey's Anatomy. 1000%. She, again, it looked fabulous. It really was like such a good look, but it didn't fit the brief. Nope. And it was a stretch. The explanation was a stretch. Mm-hmm. It looked good. I can't, you know. Um, and also go back. You said drag daddy wigs. I didn't know you had wigs, Michael. <laughs> I didn't know you made I wigs. Know. Could you imagine? You'd be styling yeah. wigs over there in Jersey? Well, there, there was there was a moment when I was going to do nails and it was going to be called nailed by daddy. Oh, that's fine. Right? Cute. There you go, guys. Get your, get your requests in. <laughs> right. Um, this is a maple leaf. It's good. Yeah, maple leaf, maple leaf, because again, on paper, like technically, technically, objectively speaking, yeah. really stunning. Audience, 76% maple leaf, 24% maple leaf. And finally, Pathea, Catherine O'Hara on Schitt's Creek. Jacket by Luca Bedar, look by Pathea. She did not just do the crows from Schitt's Creek. She did not. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, yes, she did. I think this was brilliant. She took the elements of the look and put her own spin on it. It looks fashion, yet the aura of handmade, which was really the essence of that look on the show. She captured the spirit of the comedian on the runway and really let herself have fun. Those bird heels! What the fuck? And it's a very simple look. It's just a jacket and a shirt and bird feather pants, but she styled it in such a way that makes her a superstar. Oh, so fucking good. I... Again, another one where I was like, fuck, you were robbed. Like, this is so, like, who's doing it like this? Like, who's coming out to the, you know, main stage dressed like, like, I don't know. And it's funny because I kind of had a, a, a moment where um, I thought the, we were going to get a crossover, like a Home Alone crossover. That's what I thought <laughs> for a second. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that would have been perfect if she came out in that look, like the trench and all that. Yeah. Um, and the short little wig. But I, this, this was real. I did not expect this. And I think that's why I love so much about her is like, she's giving us things like, you know, she's kooky and she, yeah. you know, she's creative and you know, she makes her things. And you're just like, I know you're going to bring it every time, but then it's like a slap across the face. Like you yeah. really just don't. Oh, so good. Maple leaf, maple leaf pile, maple. <laughs> just like the whole. Tracy says as Grimes was quirky and out of this world, Tracy says her Catherine O'Hara, she took an iconic actress who played an iconic character on an iconic show and served an iconic look for iconic Candace Drag Race. Um, Also iconic, maybe coming back one day. Who knows? I don't know. Um, Brooklyn says she did such a good job and she made her laugh. She loved it when she logged off. She said her look was polished. Brad says she made all the little things funny. And Connor says when she walked out on the runway, all he wrote was fuck me. That can be arranged. Call me Connor. Maple leaf, it's great. Oh, it, it's it's like fall fall in Canada. It's just that many leaves, like oh, so good, it's so good. The audience, ninety six percent maple leaf, four percent maple leave. Was that All a mistake? Right. Like that was definitely a mistake. Like how was that not a hundred? Like I don't. 
Kamora, Cynthia, Agniana, Suki, Eve, and Pythia are the tops and bottoms, leaving Gia, Isis, and Kendall as safe. Do you agree? Because I do not. No. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? What? Gia, Gia should have been, been in the top. Kamora yep. should not have. Yes. A thousand percent yes. And then I think uh, Isis, to me personally, just should have been bottom three. I, I don't. Instead the, the, of maybe uh, Eve honestly yeah you know again as as she's not likable in the slightest but i can say again she did much better she did yeah. she definitely do much better than isis did well let's go to untuck junior because that tea is popping hot ladies adriana says she lost control and the first joke they didn't laugh it was just a miss and she missed in her head eve was pissed off that connor said her hair was flat so when someone says something that it's just not true and then the girls defend her and says he doesn't do drag not to take it personally and i'm like come on that's not an okay excuse i listen as someone who doesn't do drag but still critiques drag i am an artist i've worked in theater i i know art i know how it all works you can't not you can't say that so are you gonna say that a food critic who doesn't actually cook food can't critique food no that's not how it works you are connor you are allowed to say that thing if you don't like the comment girls you don't have to like it but that is not fair because there are a lot of queens in new york city who make that excuse also and i find it bullshit so stop saying it (laughs) thank you coming thank you for coming to my block talk Isis will say in confessional that Eve thinks she's so amazing but it's another week of delusion and if she's in the bottom sorry sister it's your time to go well, she's not making a good impression to her sissies are is she yeah i know snooki is feeling very fine you go in with choices places and take your decisions and stick to it she tried it it didn't work it was fine suki says she stays so positive and optimistic because she comes from the project so so many kids don't get a fighting chance that is validating for them you get the chance and you don't cry about it why is someone so cool so positive why can't we all be this way that's what I said. I was like, oh my God. First of all, the fact that we're learning this about Suki, like at this point in the show, I was like, right. oh my God. Um, and then like, yeah, like you're radiating positivity in spite of all the shit you've been through. And then, you know, she made a comment about, you know, like uh, the complaining, the, all the complaining is privilege. Yeah. And I like, I guessed, and then I'm like, why? Like, did Eve, like, was there any reaction from Eve at that point? Because that should have been the case. She should have been like, <gasps> you know. Wait for that. <laughs> Keep Hold on. Put a pin on that one for when I when we finish this episode. Because I yeah, have yeah. thoughts. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was really cool to hear this from Suki. But this is not the Suki we saw earlier in the season. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, Cynthia goes from the bottom to the top and wins the week. As the winner, she gets $5,000 cash from Maid. Cool. Ooh. Kamara, Pythia, and Adriana are safe, leaving even Suki as the bottom two. Do you agree? Because I still do not. Do I agree with the bottom two? I still, um, again, don't like Eve. So part of me was like, yes, I'm glad you were down there. You should be on the bottom two. I want you out. And then the other part of me is like, no, Isis really bombed the Nino. Like that to me was like, you worse than Adriana? Yeah, Adriana I think so. should have been in the bottom. Okay, no, that's we're not gonna go there. I I think mm-hmm. she at least presented part of Snatch Game well. She at least did part of it okay. Isis did not do any single part of that right. Again, 
the fucking tits. That alone was wrong. You stepped on to snatch what's the game. number one rule of snatch game. Now I know you got to make them make laugh, them laugh. But, it, but it wasn't funny. Bobanetta was funny according to Brooklyn. But, but I know there's probably a lot we didn't see. That's but, true. Um, yeah. Well, the song is happiness by Capri. Are you familiar with this song? It's no, a bit not of a at bop. all. No, apparently there are some rumors that this, there is a different version of the song that they lost the rights to when they had to dub this version in, oh, which no. will make a couple of moments very interesting because mm-hmm. I think Eve was giving you a bit of camp and a get a bit of like party serving. Yes. I was impressed with Suki. Uh, thought she had a lot of fun, but we have to be honest, she missed a lot of words. And now knowing that it may have been a dubbed song, it may have been slightly off because of the version. Correct. Eve doing the reveal, a.k.a. just unbuttoning her jacket, did nothing but reveal her <laughs> undergarments. And I was like, that was unnecessary. I was like, if you had that intention, right? And this is what I constantly, like, I don't know if they just don't have the time or I don't know how it works backstage. But like, if you know you're going to be on the bottom or have a feeling you're going to be on the bottom, right? And you have this intention of what am I going to do for the lip sync? Like you're practicing, are you not allowed to change? Are you not allowed to add something? No, you're not. Not, okay. not, in, not in the regular season, only on All-Stars. Got um, it. But if you're giving that advice out, you should go call Miss Teresa because she really needed to hear that one. No, I know. But like, truly though, truly, like my thought process was if you were planning to open up that coat, yeah, which by the way, she could have just done like, so you literally just had a coat made for you there was nothing under like you you nothing. really like you could have because look let's be honest something. when suki was twirling and you saw her panties it worked with the look it was yes, interior. It it did. and i like i was like okay work like work it out like you you're you're doing it you're you know you're doing the number i'm here i think you're doing well again aside from like now that explained the lip sync thing uh but she just like i mean yeah it was hot but like yeah i saw part of your tights i saw part of your like gross i mean it at in the end eve stays suki goes I don't agree. Do you? I don't agree either because in my thought, just, just seeing the tights, like if it were normal us drag race, you know, Rue would have been like, Nope, not that right. shit. We're not right. seeing, seeing wig caps and seeing, Nope, we're not dealing with that. Um, and you know what you said about privilege. I wish Eve did not fake cry because let Suki have her moment. She did not need to be the focus there, but it turned into Eve's moment once again. Now, if you're going to produce a TV show and you're going to keep Eve, I get it. She's giving you TV moments the way Suki was not. She was right. giving you the runway, but her performance in the maxi challenges were not great. Right. I just really don't know how Eve is going to be able to be a fan favorite for anyone because it's not a good look, girl. Yeah, this is what I keep saying to people. Like, if you're going to do drag and you're going to be in the drag community, you have to be nice. You have to be likable. You don't know who you're going to come across. And people remember things. People, we all have little burn books. We all have little, you know, so you can't, you can't do that. You can't be that type of person. And unfortunately, she's literally putting this on blast. We're seeing a horrible side. And yeah, like nobody, like I can't think of anybody that's like, oh my God, Eve, team Eve. Like right. I can't, I just really can't. She's just annoying as hell. And the funny part is like, it makes me wonder, like, are you really like that? Or yeah. is this just because you're on TV or is it just because whatever the case may be, like, I, I feel bad, you know, judging her that way or feeling her that way when I don't know her sure. personally, but you know, all I have is the show and you're making a shit piss poor impression. 
Absolutely. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And you know, again, it, it really like, I can't believe you, you would do that when she's having her moment, but look how graceful Suki was like, okay, was. thank you all everybody. Goodbye. Well, let's wrap up with some burning questions. What is Suki's legacy? She is fabulous Asian representation on the show. Um, she fashion. Absolutely. I loved all the looks she brought. High, 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 high Paris fashion week vibes, like to the top couture, couture, couture. Um, it really was a shame to not see more of her. And I think I, I, I jokingly say this every time these things happen, but I was like racism one more time. We saw it last week. We seen it again this week. Why did we have why give us such a diverse cast? Because this cast was really real. I think there were truly like three or four tops, like, you know, white people. And then you're eliminating everybody who was not. Like, I just don't understand. So what was the point of giving us all this they got diversity? got rid of Beth. Well, yeah, true. Um, what was the point of giving us all this diversity if you're going to eliminate it? You know, like, yeah. I don't understand. You're not even giving them a chance to really shine. Um, but I'm glad Suki did have her opportunities. You know, she did place high on a lot of the challenges and she did do well. And, you know, she yeah. got, you know, she she will be remembered for sure. I, I definitely really liked her. We've got country pop girl group next week. Come on, country music in Canada. Shania Twain. Oh, How will this fair. Are we going to have some better moments than BDE? Um, I don't know about that. Country is hard. Country is one of those things like. Love country. It's so fun. I, I know you do. I personally don't. And so for me, again, I always think about it like, uh, am I, you know, like, is this really like, if you're not into country, you're not into country. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's a hard one to get into. Um, but hopefully they do well. Again, these challenges are always interesting because, you know, not everyone's a songwriter, not everyone's a singer, not everyone thinks musically. It's not for everybody, yep. you know? So. Okay. Well, after four episodes, the winner of the season is. <gasps> Ooh. Um, I want to say Pythia because I'm very impressed with everything she's been doing. But I'm also going to say Gia only because she really turned around from the first episode. Mm -hmm. And that impressed me as well. Because a lot, you know, Drag Race, yes, it's you're, you have a great showing throughout, but then part of it is the journey and how you get sure. back up and how you like impress people and, you know, change people's minds. And she definitely changed my mind because I remember her coming in, like, I remember from the promo, I wasn't feeling her from the promo. I remember first episode, I wasn't feeling her at all. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, like she probably could have gone home. And then after that, I was like, oh wait, don't send her home. Don't send her home. Like she's doing so well. She's giving me all the looks like I am fed, you know? And uh, I, I think her and, and Pythia give me that. Like I, they're really playing the game very well. So I think Pythia would be a great winner. Um, Isis is dropping very, very quickly for me, which is sad. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm telling you, there is something. Even if she's just gonna be in the finals, I think we're getting long haul of Kendall. They're, they are really showing her in ways that they're not showing anybody else. We know her backstory. We yeah. hear her comments on everything. She's a narrator in a lot of scenes where she doesn't need to be that could have been given to anybody. Um, and she just seems to be this relatable character. There's one thing that she said in her promos that we have not addressed yet, and that's her activism. I think if that is going to be her on the show, it will give her a very, very good chance to win. So yeah. I, I'm still very high on Kendall. 
Um, she just needs to really step it up very, very soon. I just, it makes me wonder, like, I don't know enough about Canadian drag, like the drag scene to really understand, like, is she just someone that's like very popular? Like, or oh, like, fully, absolutely. Um, you know, and that's what it is. Like, it just, it's in the show's best interest to like kind of promote someone who's already like very popular in Canada. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like just, just for the sake of like actually- I, uh, if, I may be off here, but- for us, the easiest way to liken it was pre Stephanie's pre Drag Race Stephanie's Child. Got it. That's okay. what the the Rat Pack was. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, okay, I, I'm there and understood. No, and it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense a thousand percent. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean to your point. I don't think she's going to be a winner personally, but I do think she'll go very far specifically because of that. Because it's going yep. to keep those people, those fans, those Canadians still watching. And that's what they want, right? That's true. Well, where can we find you on social media and Venmo and any projects you want to talk about? Oh my goodness. Um, on Instagram, I am at amanda.massacre. I'm also on Twitter somewhere. I'm, um, that's a long one. I, at least it doesn't all fit on Twitter, which is annoying, but it's fine. You'll find me. Um, you'll see me talk shit. It's great. We'll have a great time on Twitter. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm planning, I really want to do a little bit more, um, I, I know I'm going to keep beating the set horse, but I'm going to keep doing a little bit more digital drag, um, something for the holidays. That's my plan. Cool. A little, a little seasonal fun. Um, but I think I'm actually going to do something solo, which I've never done before. Um, and I'm going to do, I really, really want to touch on a little bit of cabaret. Cause I mean, you know, this, but not a lot of people do. I, I do sing. And I want to say I sing well, I don't sing poorly. So I'd like to show that off. You know, it's something that nobody really like, I have a couple of videos on Instagram and like, you know, everybody lives for those, but you know, we'll see, keep you posted and follow and, and keep, you know, stay tuned. Follow along. Well, it's always a pleasure having you on here to chat. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, I love it. A huge thanks to Amanda for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>